Welcome to the Homeschool Blogging Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Your host, Heather Bowen, is a homeschooling mom of two daughters, and she is the author and owner of several successful websites, including lifeofahomeschoolmom.com and homeschoolblogging.com. Each week, Heather will give you the tips, tricks, and encouragement necessary to be both a successful online entrepreneur and a highly effective homeschooling parent. Get ready to work as Heather leads you through proven methods and the latest trends in social media, email marketing, product and content creation, time management, and more. All covered in a healthy dose of humor, humility, and transparency. And here's your host, Heather Bowen. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of the Homeschool Blogging Podcast. This week, I'm answering a question that I get asked over and over again. How can I start a blog? So, since I have started quite a few blogs, and many of them have been successful, and I've helped many other bloggers start successful blogging businesses, I'm going to tell you the eight steps that I feel to be the most essential when starting a blog. This podcast episode is going to be an overview of these eight steps. In future episodes, you will hear me expand on each of these steps in greater detail. So, you'll definitely want to stay tuned for those. But let's jump right in now and talk about these eight essential steps that I use when starting my own blogs and that I use when I help others to start their blogs. Step number one, this is granted one of the most important steps in starting a blog. And this is one of the steps that you're going to want to spend a good deal of time thinking about. So what's the purpose for your blog? What is the purpose for your blog? Now, here I'm not really talking about what's the topic of your blog or what are you going to write about or anything like that. Here we want to think, what's the purpose? What's the long-term goal for this blog? Are you going to be a hobby blogger? A blogger who simply blogs because they like to write, they have something to say, and it's an outlet for them. Or are you going to be a professional blogger? A professional blogger has the mindset of making an income from their blog. They treat it like a business. And they work it as such. So they invest time into it. They invest money into it. Uh, it. It has a clear goal. There's a clear plan. Whereas a hobby blogger is more of a blogger who fits it in where they can. It's not. They don't have a goal of ever being a professional blogger. They don't have a goal of making significant income from their blog. So when you sit down and you think about starting a blog, this is a question that you need to answer from the very beginning. Will you be a hobby blogger or will you be a professional blogger? And your answer to that question will then help to inform the rest of the decisions that you make when starting a blog. So that's step number one. Determine if you're going to be a hobby blogger or professional blogger. Step number two, what are you going to blog about? You need to sit down here and really think about the topic or the niche that you're going to be blogging about. Now, something to consider here is there really truly is nothing new under the sun. There are some main categories of blogs that that you see out there. Uh, You see homeschool blogs, you see mommy blogs, you see deals blogs, you see coupon blogs, you see lifestyle blogs, you see fashion blogs, and the list goes on and on and on. 
Just because the blog that you want to start falls into one of these categories that have been covered in-depthly, there's thousands and thousands of homeschool blogs out there. There's even more deals blogs. There's even more mommy blogs out there. But just because there's already a lot of blogs like this out there doesn't mean that you shouldn't start a blog in one of those areas. Because this is the thing. You will provide a unique angle and a unique voice to the subject. And that's where you really need to sit down and think about. So, for example, if you want to start a homeschool blog, but there's already a lot of homeschool blogs out there, what is something different that you can bring to the table? In last week's episode, we talked about how I found myself in the blogging world. Uh, We talked about how uh, my blog was a homeschooling blog, but it had a different angle than most of the other homeschooling blogs out there. When you're thinking about the topic that you're going to blog about, it needs to be something that you're passionate about. It needs to be something that you could really talk about forever and never, ever get tired of it. Um, It needs to be something that you feel that you have something additional to bring to the table that's not already being covered by 500 other bloggers out there. So after you've decided that if you're going to be a hobby blogger or professional blogger, the next step is to sit down and really spend some time thinking about your blog topic, thinking about what it is that you're going to blog about and what it is that's going to set you apart from the other bloggers that are out there already. Step number three will be before you purchase a domain for your blog, before you decide what your URL is going to be, brainstorm some post ideas. Make sure that you can come up with enough content to sustain your blog. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to sit down and plan out all of your content for the next five years. No, that's not it at all. But what it does mean is that you need to be sure that you have enough content that your blog is not going to fizzle out in the first few months. 98% of all new blogs fail in the first three months. And most of the time, it's because the blogger realizes that they've already run out of things to say. So you need to combat this problem head-on before it even begins. So before you ever spend any money purchasing the domain for your blog, you need to sit down and brainstorm. I would say brainstorm at least, at least 100 post ideas. You should be able to easily sit down and just have a big brain dump and write down post idea after post idea after post idea. Come up with your major categories and then fill in post ideas based on those categories. You just want to make sure that you truly have enough to say about this topic. If you sit down and you begin brainstorming and you realize that you've come up with 15 posts and can't think of anything else that you would say about it, then you know that that's not the topic that you should be blogging about because you don't want to be in that 98% that fail within the first three months. Step number four, be after you have done your brain dump, after you have ensured that you have a lot to say on this topic, you are going to want to then purchase your domain and hosting. So this is another area where the path that you take here depends on if you're going to be a hobby blogger or if you're going to be a professional blogger. If there's even a hint in your mind that you want to become a professional blogger, go ahead and spend the money, it's not much, to purchase the .com for your blog name. Purchase that domain in the .com version right up front. Try to stay away from .nets or .orgs or any of the other .s out there because .com is really what you want. 
if what you want in .com is not available, definitely go back to the drawing board. Don't settle for something else. Come up with that perfect domain. Again, if you plan to be a professional blogger, you are going to want to invest money in hosting. You want to have a self-hosted website, something like WordPress.org. Uh, WordPress.com is a free hosting platform, and that is totally fine for a hobby blogger. But if you want to be a professional blogger, go ahead and take care of this right up front. Blogger.com is the same way. Um, you want to make sure you can be self-hosted with your own .com domain if you want to be a professional blogger. Um, when you're thinking of your site name and purchasing your URL, you want to make sure that your URL is clear, that people know what they're going to find on your site simply based on the URL or the site name. For example, my site is Life of a Homeschool Mom. Lifeofhomeschoolmom.com is my URL, and you can be sure that people know that when they come to my site, they are going to find posts that pertain to the life of a homeschool mom. Um, you want to make sure that you do have some keywords in there. A keyword for my site would be homeschool. So lifeofahomeschoolmom.com, that's a very keyword-friendly URL. Step number five would be if you are planning to become a professional blogger, make sure that you have a professional-looking logo and header for your site. Um, site design is a whole other realm. Uh, you can hire a professional site designer who can, you know, make make you have a beautiful, effective, professional-looking website. And if you are heading down the professional blogger route, this is definitely a path that I would recommend. If you're just starting out, you don't have the funds to put into that right now, or you're a hobby blogger, that you want to do this all on your own, you definitely can. There are uh, design tools out there. You can design your own header and logo in PicMonkey or Canva.com. There are definitely options out there for you. Um, but you definitely want, no matter if you're a hobby blogger or a professional blogger, you want a clear, professional-looking header and logo for your site that really sets you apart. Step number six would be to go ahead and start a social media presence before you ever even launch your blog. So go ahead on Facebook and Twitter, Pinterest, and Instagram and secure your handles or your usernames. Make sure that they reflect your blog. Now with Twitter, uh, you do have to have a, it has to be limited to a certain number of characters, so you might have to get a little bit creative there, but you want to secure the, your Twitter handle, your Pinterest handle, your Instagram handle, your Facebook username, or your Facebook page name, you want to ensure that they correlate with your blog so that people can find you easily. Um, go ahead before you ever launch your blog and start getting active on these channels. Start uh, sharing posts from other bloggers in the same niche. Uh, go ahead and start um building up engagement, starting conversations, building your followers before you ever launch your blog. Because that way, once you do launch your blog, you will already have some following there who will be shooing to be your first readers. Um, you want to launch your blog with, I always recommend having at least 10 quality posts published on your site when you launch it. You don't want to launch with one post because when people read that one post, they're going to want to read more from you and you're not going to have it to give to them. 
So I always recommend launching with 10 posts published. Now, I'm not talking about 10 posts just to have posts there. Not at all. These need to be quality, quality posts. I definitely recommend um, putting your best foot forward from the very beginning. So take your major categories and make sure you have a post written for each of those categories so that your readers will know what to expect from you. Make sure that these posts have clear images, have a Pinterest-friendly image so that it can be pinned and shared. Make sure that um, you have a lot of keywords in this post so that you're starting off great SEO practices right off the bat. I know a lot of these terms that I'm using, you're probably like, what in the world? And that's why I said just stick with me. Future episodes, we're going to really expand on each of these topics. Um, definitely, definitely don't launch with only one post. Have some posts for your readers to, once they read that initial post that they find, be it on social media or another blogger has shared or whatever, they read that post, you've got them interested, you want to have more content for them to then hop over and read so that you don't pique their interest with one post and then have nothing else to offer them. Um, at the same time, since we were just talking about that, uh, other bloggers promoting your posts, step number eight is absolutely essential, and that is to realize the importance of networking with other bloggers. This is so, so important. Um, you can, being a new blogger, you're not going to have strong social media presences, so you can go ahead and, you know, you can write the best post in the world, and then you can share it, and if you only have 10 followers or on Facebook, you know, where are your readers going to come from? So definitely Realizing the importance of networking with other bloggers from the very beginning is super, super important. You can find other bloggers to network in blogging groups. We have the Homeschool Blogger Network on Facebook. Um, that is a great place for you to find other bloggers to connect with. You can offer to write guest posts for other bloggers. Um, you can really just start developing relationships with other bloggers so that then when you write amazing content and these other bloggers who likely have more of a following than you, they recognize your amazing content and they want to share it with their readers. So then you've taken your post and not only have you reached the audience that you've built, but now you're reaching another blogger's audience. And then, and it just sort of spirals like that. Um, blogging groups are great places to build these connections. And it's something that's absolutely essential as a beginning blogger, you need community. You need a strong network of bloggers to support you, not only to help share your posts, but to encourage you because you're going to get frustrated. There are going to be many, many times in the early parts of your blogging career that you feel like you are just talking to yourself. They'll be there to encourage you through those issues. Um, they'll also be there to answer your questions, be it a technical question or a question on content, or product creation, or monetization, or whatever else it may be. Um, and they're going to be there to help you to share your posts, and you share their posts. And it's just a wonderful way for you to grow past your own family and friends. Because in the beginning, that's what it's going to be. You're going to be sharing your post, and it's going to be your family and your friends who are who are going to share your post and read your post. But then you have to get outside of those people you have to reach further and networking with other bloggers is a great way to do this 
So like I said, in upcoming topics, in upcoming podcasts, we're going to talk about these topics. We're going to talk about these eight essential steps in more detail so that you really know how to implement this well. Not only that, but I also offer a blogging basics bootcamp course that covers all of these areas and more in great detail. It's a nine-week course that I walk you through from um, developing the idea and the mission of your blog to blog design and setting up an effective professional-looking blog to coming up with uh, content ideas and producing an editorial content calendar with at least six months of posts so that you don't fall into that three-month trap of the 98% of blogs that fail because they just don't have anything to write about. We talk about time management. We talk about developing a social media strategy, and I actually help you to implement a social media strategy right off the bat. We talk about email marketing and the importance of starting an email list right now. Uh, We talk about ways to network with other bloggers. We talk about ways to um, make money from your blog. So this course is a nine-week course that walks you through all of the necessary steps to launch a successful blog. Um, In the show notes, you can find a link to that with a special coupon code just for listening to this podcast. Um, And I would love to have you join us. We have a rolling admission. Just hop right in. Um, Next week's podcast, I'm excited about. It's another question that I am asked all the time. And how do you balance having a blog and homeschooling in the rest of your life? I'm going to share with you my top tips for doing that. I'm going to share with you the huge secret behind having a successful blog and also being an effective homeschooling mom and wife and mother and friend and all the other hats that we wear. So I hope that you will tune in next week and be sure to subscribe to receive updates about all future podcasts. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Homeschool Blogging Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more inspiration and encouragement, you can find Heather at lifeofahomeschoolmom.com and homeschoolblogging.com.